Hello, this is Shantae with Millionaire Habits. And today I have an article I would like to share with you guys. But before I do, I would like to say thank you for you guys for still tuning in to my channel. I know it's been a while since I've posted a new article, but I just want to say thank you for for checking out my channel and for going through the previously recorded material that I've put out there. The material is timeless. It's something that could stick with you for, for many years. So I just wanted to let you know, but thank you so much. This article is from grow.acorns.com and it's titled, I interviewed 233 millionaires. Here's what I discovered about how they spend their money. And it's written by Tom Corley. For my rich habits study, I interviewed 233 millionaires over an an almost five-year period. Each of them had a net liquid assets of $3.2 million or more and gross annual income of $160,000 or more. In my, reach, in my research, I identified four categories of millionaire based on how they made their money. The big company climber, the virtuoso, the dreamer entrepreneur, and the saver investor. I found that the saver investor millionaire category has the fewest barriers to entry because you don't need to earn an advanced degree, log long hours at work to climb the corporate ladder, or take any big investing risk. You do, however, have to be careful and strategic about your spending. If you want to be this kind of millionaire, I found work toward reducing your cost of living to 80% or less of your net pay. As a rule, the saver investor millionaires save 20% or more of their income and prudently invested those savings. Generally speaking, they were frugal. No matter how much money you make, one of the main strategies almost anyone can use to feel rich, I've found, is to put an emphasis on being frugal. This doesn't mean that you're only spending your money on the cheapest items. Being frugal means that you are making high-quality choices with your money. Here's how the saver investor millionaires in my study spend their money. Housing. 25% or less of monthly net pay. For many, maintaining a home or apartment is often the most expensive part of the budget. When you keep the size of your home or apartment small, it can reduce how much you spend in mortgage interest, rent, real estate taxes, repairs, utilities, and insurance. However, location can also play a part in how much you will spend. Rent on a studio apartment in a city with a higher cost of living might be more out of your pocket every month than a two-bedroom or three-bedroom home in a less expensive city. If you're able, strive to keep your housing costs below 25% of your monthly net pay. Food, home basics, and sundry, 50% or less of monthly net pay. Food includes groceries and purchased meals for breakfast, lunch, or dinners that are non-entertainment related. Housing basics include toiletries, housekeeping items, laundry, and personal care products and services. Cars, 5% or less of monthly net pay. Car expenses include monthly car payments, car insurance, gas, tolls, registration fees, repairs, and maintenance. If you don't own a car, depending on where you live, expenses for ride shares, cabs, or public transit may vary. Clothing, 5% or less of monthly net net pay. When it comes to updating a wardrobe, many Goodwill and thrift stores carry high quality clothing. 
Six of the millionaires in my study were fans of shopping at Goodwill. You may have to spend a few extra bucks on tailoring, but it is well worth the small additional cost. Vacations, 5% or less of monthly net pay. The Saver Investor Millionaire in my study didn't deprive themselves of trips. Instead, they took modest and expensive vacations. They searched for bargain vacation deals or opted to purchase rental properties in beach towns, skiing areas, or lakes and spent their vacation in those homes, which also could act as an asset with appreciating value. Entertainment, 10% or less of monthly net pay. This category includes bars, restaurants, dining out when it is safe to do so, and takeout, movies, music, books, and gifts. There are many restaurants that do not sell alcohol, beer, or wine and allow you to bring your own spirit of choice into their restaurant. Restaurants can mark up liquor, liquor sales by as much as 100%, so BYOBs can help you save. I think BYOB, bring your own bottle. Sorry, I didn't know that. And that's it. Uh, again, thank you for tuning into my channel. I look forward to bringing you an, another article soon. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.